Love black queens with introspective. See the world from a dope perspective. Type that's real heavy on the intellect. Always light on the disrespect. Conversation that keep you engaged. Free speech against the minds of a saving. They can't be the only ones. Now they can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Miss Gale and be your lovely host. To hear the show that you ain't alone. Can't be the only ones. No, we can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Welcome to our podcast, We Can't Be the Only Ones. I'm Gail. And I'm B. And thank you for being here, the first podcast of the wonderful 2021. Woohoo! Yay! We made it Happy to year. another year that feels the same way. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. just a different date, different time. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with woohoo! <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm liking it so far. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> it's been like two days. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Okay, let's just get this out the way. Yeah, she's not okay. So let's go ahead. just get this out the way. Okay. So at the start of my two week vacation, we have some puzzles here that we got like at the beginning of the pandemic. So we completed two, I think. We did the um, the Native American one. That was like 500 pieces. And then we did that cat holograph one, which was like, oh yeah, yeah 500 pieces. And then I also, because I was like aware that we were shutting down and didn't know how much boredom would take over, brought some more puzzles, went to Michael's because I was in full blown like, what do we do in this pandemic and how do we entertain ourselves back in yes, March? Yes, you were. <laughs> so, obviously tired from the puzzles and then left it alone, came back and was like, okay, I'm on vacation for two weeks. Let me start this 1,000 piece puzzle. So I start the puzzle. It's pretty relaxing. I like puzzles. I like word seeks. I like anything that, you know, requires like a little, you know, you get a little reinforcement in the brain when you find it, you know. Right. So go ahead. And she's doing quite well with it. And she's really doing it by herself. Yes. I didn't ask for help from anybody. I was just like, I'm off. I'm just going to do this 1,000 Peace puzzle. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to New Year's Eve because there was always like a side puzzle missing because you know people like to do the corners. And I'm like, well, maybe I'm overlooking it. And you know, you rationalize, like, I'm just gonna, you know, it'll it'll show up eventually. Let's just <laughs> put it on the side. And so I'm getting further along in the puzzle, and I'm like, I asked Alina on New Year's Eve, hey, Alina, do you see, like, the end piece for this? And she's like, looks, and she's like, no. And I'm like, okay, duly noted, but I'm going to keep on trucking. 
Because if, if the worst would be one piece is missing. Yes. That would be the worst. Yes. And I kind of already know what one piece is missing. So right. I was like, okay, I can work around that. Still, still. Fast forward to, I think, I don't know if I worked on it yesterday, but today I did. I took some time and I worked on it today. And then I'm realizing, no, it isn't a piece that's missing. It's just badly cut. And I'm like, when you try to put it together, it just, it it misaligns. It's just really poorly constructed. And the level of me being pissed, like I didn't like throw it on the wall or anything. <laughs> you know, like it wasn't that type of anger. But it was just kind of like, you have got to be kidding me right now that this puzzle company the only thing you do is do puzzles and you sent out a bad batch that i spent my time on my vacation which is almost over on and it just i I was so done i was so done i was so 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 (laughs) you don't understand well tell us how done Done. You can stick a fork in me, done. I was so done. I was so done. So I did write them an email and I'm waiting to hear back from them. So I'll read the email because I'm a firm believer in letting people know what's wrong with their, their business. So I go, hi, I purchased this puzzle from Michaels at the start of pandemic and decided to work on it during my holiday break slowly. At first, I thought I was tripping because it seemed as if a side piece was missing, but no, dot, 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 dot. The alignment seems to be off. Please see a video below. I have a video as well. I might upload it. And it doesn't fit correctly. (laughs) The level of passivity that I am currently in is indescribable. I know that you're going to offer sincere apology but that won't take back the time and diligence I put forth in putting this awful puzzle together before I realized it was a bad batch. And I didn't even ask for help afterwards because I know where they're going to come from with it, which is like, oh, we're so sorry this happened to you. And do you want a refund? Yes, I want a refund, but it still doesn't take away the fact that I spent time on my vacation. So now who did you ask to... I sent it to the company. Not to where you purchased it. No, they got nothing to do with that. I'm going to go back to them and say I want my money back. But they still need to know, like, you sent me a bad batch. Did you send them, like, a copy of the receipt? I sent them the video. Well, no, you should send them a copy of the receipt so they can reimburse you. I don't even know where the receipt is, but I'm pretty sure there's a... I can get that from Michael's. Yeah, I would, you know, put, put a dollar amount on it. Otherwise, all you will get is, I'm sorry. Oh, no. I don't, no, it's not. You can't even put a... Even if they gave me the twelve ninety nine, fifteen ninety nine that I paid for, I get paid more than that. Yeah. <laughs> per hour. So, it doesn't even factor through. Like, this was something I was doing leisurely on my own time. So, there is no amount... Even if you gave me the $15, it doesn't compare to what I did 
to try to get this together. The labor and the mental. She had so much passivity. She took a nap. I did. I was so I was so pissed. I was like, I'm logging off. I'm logging off of the matrix. And <laughs> I'm gone. And I will see you guys when I wake up. I will set an alarm to get up before the podcast because I love y'all. And, but outside of that, I was like, I'm logging off from this world. Y'all can have it. It's ghetto. <laughs> One star 2021. Would not recommend. Refund it. Take it back. <laughs> okay, I'm done. And here we are at our moment of gratitude. All <laughs> <laughs> right. I should go first. Right, so you do go first. You do go first. You can, you can gather your gratitude moment together. I know. Oh, I'm gonna have to muster it oh in. Oh my god, that is so funny. Oh well, I would have to say my moment of gratitude for today. That was funny though. Um, was I got to go out and spend some time with some of the ladies from church at the park and we social distance and just, I, we talked about everything under the sun. Nice. And it was just really nice to get out and to, to see them. Although we zoom every week, it was just so, so much nicer and to sit and munch on stuff and just, you know, we had eggnog. It was just great. It was just great. It was just really nice in the park. It's a nice, it was breezy, comfortable, wasn't too hot. So I'm very grateful to have moments like that. That's a good moment. I, I thought about it. and we, we all thought about it when we're sitting there. This is a good moment to, to start out 2021. Good. To, to have it on a high note. Good. <laughs> what? What I do? Are you in the puzzle? That's not a high note. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I did most of it, so I still have like diligence. You did at and... least three quarters of it. Yeah, you did, and it did look good. Yeah, so you can take gratitude. Yeah, I can. I'm pride not pride in that. I'm talking pride <laughs> in that, but I'm not grateful for this awful, awful, awful. But anywho, we're in a gratitude moment, so let me shift gears. I am grateful to be a Haitian descendant. Um, yesterday was our 217th, um, is it an anniversary? I don't know if it's called an anniversary, but 207th. Remembrance. Yeah. Of um, our Haitian Independence Day, which happened on January 1st, 1804. We are the second country on the western hemisphere to have declared independence we fought the french and um basically annihilated them and those that were on the island that were causing pain to um the slaves and they banded together in a way that i think is pretty awesome because they didn't speak the same language but they knew that whatever it was that they were going through wasn't it and that a change needed to be made. And there is a domino effect with that when you see that one person can become free and not tolerate it, you know, 
others follow suit and know mm. that it's possible to not live a life in bondage. And so um, every once in a while, when I feel like things are like people are asking a little bit too much of me, um, I'm like, you know, slavery ended for me in 1804. I don't know what you want me to do. You are too funny. And I do mean it. And I do mean it. Um, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and I do mean it. Um, so I, I just take tremendous um, pride in being a Haitian woman. And I'm so very grateful because I do believe in epidemiology, which is basically, you know, your ancestors or your DNA being changed because of what you've gone through. And sometimes it's trauma, but sometimes it is the good things as well. And I like to tell myself that a lot of the great, willful, strong, like with the sense of right and wrong and things of those sorts, that those are literally coming from my ancestors letting me know that, hey, you are already free. You you don't even have to like worry about like freedom and fighting for freedom. You were born free. You fought for your freedom, and we made it so that you're here. So I am always, always, but especially so, thankful to be a Haitian descendant. Well, would you call yourself um, Haitian American? Uh, nationality wise, yeah, but. Culture wise, um, it's still both because I was born here, but I still I grew up in a Haitian household. So it's more bicultural or even multicultural because of the way Miami is structured um, that I wouldn't, you know, I'm still I would still call ethnically I'm Haitian because I, I just kind of maneuver in that way. And even when I'm talking to myself, a lot of the times I'm talking to myself in Creole. So it's just a, a weird kind of way to maneuver through the world. But I really resonate. If, if I were to resonate more with being a Haitian or American, it would be a Haitian. Now, I know you've never been to Haiti. Has your mom gone back? No, she hasn't been back. Okay. My grandmother used to go back every year. When she could. Because Nan, that you met Nan, mm -hmm. they used to go back. I don't think they've been back in many, many years now. I mean, it's a different Haiti, but I know that people are still going there. I do want to go there post-pandemic. Um, I just, and I'm pretty sure it's awfully reasonable to go there now. I just don't, my reasoning with traveling to like, quote-unquote poor countries is that they don't have the same during a pandemic is that they don't have the same infrastructure that we do and so you put people at risk when you go and you travel and you play for fun there and then go back home you know to your America. so even if you come back sick if you've made them sick it's worse for it's them. worse for them there and they probably don't have a choice but to, you know, because tourism at a lot of these places are where the, the, the butter money is. is. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, I would probably go after the pandemic is eradicated. Yeah, I definitely want to go. But during, I know that there are people going now and traveling and I'm just like, 
that don't even make no sense to me. Well, that's good. And, con you know, congratulations on your celebration. I know. We had the soup. I went to my sister's. I... And the bread. The Do bread we still is, have bread left? Bread is... There's some left? I don't know. I'm asking you because uh -oh. you were the one that was eating it. Well, I, I, I didn't have any this morning. Okay. So there might be some <laughs> bread left because I have more soup to eat. That's my now dinner. That I know that there's bread. <laughs> it will be a mad dash after this. I know. The puzzle. <laughs> the bread. What? No, I'll let you have the bread after the puzzle. Yeah, you should have something. Yeah. It's not like we can't get it more, I'm hoping. So, yeah. Yeah, you can get more. I'll, I'll send you the address, gal. Um, but yeah. Well, now I don't know. My little talk today is going to seem so. Well, what I it was well, this all came up. You know me. I'm like the I don't really plan this whole thing out and do all the research. That's a you thing. Because at one time I did it. I don't think it went as well for me. Okay. But. Um, uh, in the conversation with the ladies today and also this coming up to the new year, I have been t asking people about what are some of the ritualistic things that they do for, you know, like New Year's resolutions or uh, uh, like the vision boards or mm -hmm. word board. And, um, and it's, I, I, so I did a little, I did do a little look at, look and see. And I did like, I found a, a definition for what a, a, resi, a New Year's resolution is. And it's so funny. There's, resi, there's a definition for everything under the sun. Words it, have meaning. I know, it, but it just, it tickles me. So just tickles me. So I looked it up to find what was maybe i looked it up let's see i'm trying to get there hold on people hold on hold on people hold no my buying a lantern um there we are new year's resolution a promise that you make to yourself to start something good or stop doing something bad on the first day of the year and that was not from Wikipedia. I was very proud of myself. There that was you from go. Cambridge uh, Dictionary. And what I liked about it is a promise that you make to yourself. Yet everybody will. Although no one has asked me this year, have you know? Did you make a New Year's resolution? Somebody asked me today that I make one. Because I kind of roll with a crowd. We've all we stopped doing it. And. Um, and so I, I thought, well, what are the percentages of, of this thing with the New Year's resolution? And I thought it was really kind of cool in that it's like 50% of the adult Americans, or well, I'm sorry, adults that make a New Year's resolution, only 10% of them hold on to it outside of the first 30 days. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, New Year resolutions are kind of one of those, um, you know, you, you have a plan, not even a plan. You have a vision for where you want to do or how you want to get there, but you have no plan to execute it. 
or you just as you're implementing it which is always the hardest part and like putting anything together you just slack off and you go back into your old ways so yeah i don't because you're and that was one of the reasons why they say they failed look at me i'm so smart you don't really have a plan Mm -hmm. it's not enough detail involved in it Mm mm-hmm and it's something you do like on the moment. Cause like if you ask people prior to New Year's and I ask like um, various people that I, I've talked to or seen in the last two weeks and they were all like, well, I don't know, I don't really have one yet, but I'll have one by New Year's day or I don't think I'm gonna do one, but I don't know. And one person said to me, um, my husband always wants us to do one, so we'll we'll do whatever he says. So I said, well, not to be funny, but is that his new year resolution or is it yours too? She said, well, I guess it's like a household thing. Do they complete it? Uh, no, I didn't ask her because it just seemed, I got, a, the way she answered was sort of uncomfortable. Oh. <laughs> I was like, this don't sound like this goes well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my it's like my husband gonna tell me what my New Year's resolution is, and I thought, okay, this is this is a deeper conversation that I can't have right now. And in case you're listening, I didn't mention your name, so you're good. <laughs> Rosita. I'm kidding. I don't know who she is. <laughs> and for, there's there's a lot of people who don't make them. Just they said nah, and they're honest. I never keep it. So I stopped a long time ago. I just don't do that anymore. But there is, because of the the pandemic, some people are really thinking, well, I want to do something a little differently. Maybe I, I didn't do something this year. And if we still, and somebody actually said to me, uh, <laughs> a guy I know on the phone, he goes, well, if we're still in a pandemic next year, really? If? Uh, we started off the year high in a pandemic. So I said, okay. It didn't end. Right. You know, so if, I said, I, I think that we, we still are, but okay. You know, so then he was going to review the last part of this year and see if he could, you know, come up with something, you know, that he felt like he needed to do. And so in this, I found, I looked up the top 50 new year's resolutions and see if these you know resonate with you they won't get in shape and i found that that's like the top one people do get in shape well if you weren't in shape before you just how do you do that just write it on a piece of paper and it happens and again it's it's still that's such a vague and it's huge and broad statement to make like, like get what in shape get mentally in shape right there's so shape. many get in shape things yeah start eating healthy and uh avoid bad or junk food stop procrastinating improve your concentration and mental skills meet new people become more active become more confident and take some chances Earn more money and the flip side of that, save more money. Mm-hmm. Become more polite. That's like number nine. Reduce stress. Learn to be happier with your life. Get more quality sleep. Quit smoking. 
watch less TV, read more, find a significant other. <laughs> and in years past, instead of calling it a significant other, they would say, find a wife or find a husband. Mm. At least they were more direct. And have better sex. That's low on the list. <laughs> Like and I'm pretty away. sure it needs to be high. <laughs> Become tidier. Learn how to dress with style. <laughs> Spend more time with people that matter. Start drinking in moderation <laughs> or quit drinking altogether. <laughs> These are all things that I do already. So how perfect am I? Get out of debt. Start saving. Learn a new language. See, that's one I said, but not as a resolution. Volunteer and give more to charity. Pick up useful skills or fun hobbies. Making puzzles. There you go. Learn to let go of grudges and avoid moping. Adopt a cute pet. Ryson, maybe we can get you adopted. Become more organized. Travel more. See the world. Learn to cook. Go to your doctor more often, reinvent yourself, and the list kind of goes on. Mm -hmm. It's 55 of these things. And I found it interesting reading them because during the course of the pandemic, most of these I think people thought about or tried to address and not as a resolution just because you had nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... Again, I'm I'm a big fan of smart goals and writing your goals down and really understanding why things are important. So if you are going to start a New Year's resolution, um, I think we've mentioned in like a past episode, it does. It needs to be specific and you have to kind of have a why. Like, if you don't know why you're doing the things that you're doing and you you don't know what the motivation that lies underneath it, then why are you even participating in this? And what are you getting out of it if you can't? It's like a ritual. <coughs> I guess. But now the thing that's really interesting about this ritual, there are so, and I'm reading this from a, a company, it's called Lifehack. And um, you don't get to see them all because this is their blog. They want you to contact them and they will help you map out your New Year's resolution to be successful. Not for free. Um, <laughs> so they've, they've turned this into a money-making venture. I should get into this because uh, I'm good with goal setting. Holla at me. It'll be cheaper than life hack. So I'm t I, that was the thing that interested here they started something, you know, that people just kind of willy-nilly did. And here you have the opportunity to pay someone to help you with your New Year's resolution so that you can be in that 10% that get outside of the first 30 days. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't tend to do New Year's resolutions too much because I tend to do it around my birthday and then again even if there is a goal that comes up for me I think a better way to do it because we're always ever changing yes um is as something comes into your head 
to go ahead and like have a journal where you write down your goals and then you know you just map it in a way that you know falls under that smart technique which also asks yourself why you're doing the thing like why is this important to me and that way you kind of have that already mapped out as you go along instead of like feeling that burden of oh my god it's the first of the year and I don't have a resolution and I must have one who says that you do well and not just one most people do multiple they do a list oh uh, it might be an overload they do a list and and thinking this and I, I said to um, one of the ladies today who was talking about well you know I, I've never really done one and I said well you know do you ever think of maybe if there's some things that if from New Year's Eve to New Year's Day you pondered some thoughts and some things of what you might like you say you want to go to Haiti at some point mm -hmm. well maybe this is a good time to write these things down and get a plan it doesn't have don't say it's a New Year's resolution because then you put a time frame and then you, you feel the stress of it. Just say, here's some things I'd like to do. Mm -hmm. How do I do them? How do you get from point A to point B? And, and just kind of, you know, look at it that way. Not as a New Year's, re and then not as a New Year's resolution, but as something that I, I would like to see myself doing these things. Yeah, I think on top of it, people like to make declarations. You know, that I am going to do this. And I, I think people fall into, like, everyone's making a declaration, so let me follow suit. It might almost kind of to the toilet paper thing. You know, you see that everybody's buying so toilet paper. So let me paper, go run and get some toilet so paper. So let me go run and get some toilet paper. And I think that's the, the pressure of it all. It's like, oh, everyone's, you know, making a resolution. So let me go ahead and make a resolution because I have no idea why I really don't want to and I'm racking my brain to do this. But everyone else is doing it, so I don't want to feel left out. So let me join. And I think that's part of what it is, too. I mean, I'm pretty sure that new Follow year... Follow the leader, almost. Yes, I'm pretty sure now there's a new year, new me thing going on. But if you think about your birthday, because I have some friends that, you know, they don't make a big deal about their birthday. And they're like, oh, it's one day. I feel the same way that I felt yesterday. What necessarily changes? You know what I mean? That doesn't change throughout the whole entirety of the 365, 66 days sometimes. Or, yeah, 66 days sometimes if it's a leap it's year. It's not 365? Leap year. Is it leap year this year? Last year. Oh, I missed the time to ask Amanda marry me. Damn. You got four more years. Got to stay current. Yeah, 2024. <laughs> um, 2024. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just kind of think that that's, you know, you got to be aware of where you are. And I, I think that's where it comes to having like a level of awareness about yourself that you are doing these check-ins with yourself periodically to say, hey, what is it that I want to or what is it that I need to accomplish? And then do it that way instead of like bombarding yourself and really feeling like you have to do it on the first. No one said you had to do it on the first. 
No, but I, I think that it's, it's, and also it's habit, a habit that people have. And some, that's like smoking is a habit. Just because it's a habit doesn't mean it's a good habit. Yeah. And you put all this pressure on the first. And, and then what if you haven't pondered them until what? You just panic? And does it change your year that you don't have them? And this is why my year is so willy-nilly. Because I didn't really plan out my resolutions to fail anyway. Because nobody appears that it's a small 10% that get out of the 30 days. They're not even guaranteed to make it. Yeah. But now, but what I did find interesting was I looked up what are some bad New Year's resolutions that people have made. And apparently a lot of these bad New Year's resolutions are done at New Year's Eve parties. Uh, where people are under the influence of alcohol or other things. And they decide to quit their job from the party. Who does that? Uh, apparently. Oh, because they be drinking. Yeah, apparently it, it has been uh, a thing because it's it, quitting your job over the festive period is bad news if you don't have a new job to go to. So don't leave a voicemail with your boss and, and cuss him out yeah. in the voicemail. Um, apparently people have uh, all of a sudden decided to like start bands in their garages so they invest in all of the equipment and put out, put all the everything inside their garage, but they really haven't thought about the fact that you need other people to have a band. Well, they just thought they'd show up. Find someone to marry that you need a wife or a husband and you're at a party and you think, well, there's a couple good prospects here. I'll just tell someone I want to get married this year. And, but you know what? If a guy says that to enough women, he might get married. If a woman says that someplace, their their men are bound to scatter. Well, yeah, there's a, a a dichotomy that occurs when it comes to what women can do and what men can do, but that's another podcast. And they say join a gym right away. If you haven't been to a gym and then you just join a gym, you're not going to maintain that. And then just uh, buy, they said they have been people on New Year's resolution to buy a travel ticket, not giving any thought to their pets, their children, their job. And even if they, and they actually purchase their ticket and, 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 and get stuck. Yes. So that's like the, the, the top bad New Year's resolutions that are just like, don't do this. Don't even think about it. But I think people who pick those bad New Year's resolutions, they just pick bad things to do anyway. It's not just because it's New Year's. They don't give a lot of thought to stuff. They just wake up and say, I'm going to do this. So I've, while we were talking, I did a little bit of research. Um, and they were also saying that, again, your goals... She doesn't have a key. If it's not the dog, it's the child. Well, we've trained the dog. He's laying sleeping quietly. <laughs> you don't have a key? 
Happy New Year. Saw you yesterday, Alina. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't seen you all in a year. Okay, Alina, we're doing a podcast. Okay. Hi, guys. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry for real though. Well, we can cut her out. <laughs> I know, right? Um, <clears throat> and it was saying that, sorry, back to like goal setting. That when you're making your goals, that again, remember how we, I think we've mentioned this before, like if it's for external validation, don't do it. It, you're just, what happens when you don't get that? So it, again, most of these things have to be intrinsically rewarded. Like you're doing these things because they make you feel good, which is kind of getting to the why, like if you're doing oh, yes. these things and your why is because someone else will see you this way and someone else will marry you and someone else will do these things or recognize that you're doing these things, um, when you're not getting patted on the back, because who has the time to pat you on the back all the time? You're something that you decided to set up and not really clue them in as to their job. Yes. And maybe they don't want to audition for this job. Exactly. So again, it has to be one of those things where it's kind of, it's coming from within and you're able to tell yourself, okay, I want to go on a walk today. Um, I'm going to, you know, do more walks, um, you know, after work or whatever. That has to be, oh, good job, B, from yourself, not like good job from other people. So again, a lot of people, which we tend to do, look outside of themselves for validation when they should be looking within themselves to get things going, which again, kind of goes back to self-awareness, you know, and checking in with yourself periodically. Because there isn't, people change from January to March. So, absolutely. You know, before they even get out of January. Yeah. And then on top of that, what happens when you, let's say your goal is to like lose 10 pounds? Are you just going to leave it there? Or is there something else that you can build upon it? So, again, it should always kind of be like a. I'm, I I will say I am an individual that like I, I do like the things that I say I'm going to do. Like if I say I'm going to do something and I'm going to, you know, I'm really motivated to do it. I'm going to do it until I feel like I'm, I don't want to do it anymore. And I am goal oriented, but I do kind of I don't rest on the laurels of getting the goal completed and say, yeah, I did it. Nothing else here for me to do. Let me pack this up. Well, see, that's why I thought that, and to springboard off of what you said, one of the things that I, I saw somewhere, it said, it's not a good idea to have a goal that is basically to resolve some issue you're having. Mm. Because that may not be the, the way to resolve. That's not taking a trip to this wonderful island where you see everybody in love, that don't mean you're going to go there and find love. Mm -hmm. So you, you, when you're setting a goal, try to set one that, that means something 
to you. Mm-hmm. Pretty much what you said that you can accomplish and pat yourself on the back. And that's why I think maybe you still make your list, but you don't say this is a, this is the list of things that I may accomplish this year. Yeah. And and then maybe put them in priority and or maybe knock them off. Say, you know what? Um, clean my room. Boop. I can do that today. Yeah. So I can take that right off. That's done. So throw some things in your list that you know you can accomplish to encourage you to finish the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. But now if people have, aren't doing new year's resolutions, there's a lot of people like today. I heard from two people who wanted me to come on a zoom meeting with them to two different groups to do vision boards for the new year. Mm-hmm. They were doing them on zoom and, and I've done a vision board a couple times and ah, I don't know if it helped. I think my vision board, I did it once. It was just way too busy. Mm-hmm. I had too much on it. And I, I, I just, it's almost like I was going in like a spider's direction. It's like, I could just throw a dart. Okay. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. I don't know if it was really a focused vision board. Yeah, I used to, I don't, I mean, once it, again, I'm always going to go back to a smart goal. Like they just, I've been doing them since I was 30. I'm 35 now. So for the last five years and for the most part, And even in situations that, again, that you put into paper five years ago about how your relationships will go and things of that sort, they just kind of come to pass because, again, I think the intent when it comes to writing things down versus verbally saying, because people talk cash money crap all the time. Like, they do. Yeah, hello. They do. (laughs) They do. They just talk crap just to talk crap because they ain't got nothing else to do. So, you know, it's the air doesn't have enough sound reverberating for it. So let me just say something to say it. But I think there's something when there is an intention and you're sitting there and you're thinking, this is what I want to do. This is why it's important to me. These are the resources I have available. This is the timeline that I want to get this done. And, you know, I, I think that's a different way to kind of like think about things than to kind of just be like, yeah, I got it. Like, I think the intention of it, you, you have to do everything with an intention. And if you're not intentional, yeah, who says that all the time, be intentional. Yeah. And I think if you are intentional, there are going to be things that, because it's part of being mindful as well, there are going to be some things that you catch that you're like, okay, well, maybe I should, you know, do this differently, but how could I do this differently? And sit down and like really think about it versus that arbitrary like thing that you just find and you're like, oh yeah, I want to do what they're doing. Well, what's for them is for them. And sometimes we see people do things and we don't really know how they did it, Mm -hmm. how they achieved it. 
And but I thought it was good that the ladies, the, the two groups that I know, and I think they even had some guys there doing the vision boards. They were doing them with someone who was kind of leading them mm-hmm. to do a vision board. But my my experiences with the vision vision board has not gone well. So then I just decided, no, I don't want to do a vision board. And but I am for the last couple years. Well, I think last year before last I did a vision board and I did like the glitter board and it just looked fabulous and mm-hmm. I had a little picture of Oprah's inspiration and all these things and down in the right hand corner was my trip to Atlanta to meet a group of women that we do um, for like years we were doing morning prayers at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. It's a trip to Atlanta but to other parts of the vision board, I had meaningful things attached, mm-hmm. plans, you know, like like dates and points. This was just there, and I thought, well, of course I'm going to do that. I didn't do it. Yeah. It was just loosely thrown up there with the intent, but the intent never came about. Yeah. And I really, and later on I looked at that vision board, and I thought, this is why that failed. I really didn't plan it out. It was sort of like I bought a ticket to someplace and 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 didn't even have a passport to get there. Yeah, you just threw it on the wall. And That's like, exactly what happened. Out. And and then I was trying to find cute things, and I thought, okay, this isn't this. It just didn't work for me. And I found out from that failed trip why it didn't work for me. And then I realized a vision board and. The day of resolutions is not something for me. Yeah. You know, yes, and I hung the vision board so I could see it every day. And I saw it for every day. And then after a while, you don't see it. Oh, yeah, it, it becomes yeah, so you, you a need painting to on the wall. If you have a vision board out there, people move it around. Don't keep it on the same spot in the wall because promise you, you're going to forget it's there. It becomes part of the wall. So move it around, you know, re-move it around, put it on your phone and let it flash you. I, I just find that to be, that was one of my downfalls with the vision board. Also, willpower um, is a another reason why people tend to not do so well um, in their resolutions or their goals is that I mean we just lack willpower and eventually you like most things you have to train your body and your mind to kind of keep going with it but it's easy on the first day of the year because most people have the day off yeah or a couple days even yeah you know you have that strange period between the day after Christmas and Everything else where you're kind of like, okay, you're home. You realize you ate too much. Let me sit down and think about things. So now you can kind of like be healthy. But what happens when you get back to work? And your job steps in. Yes. So again, you, you still almost have to have the willpower within you to say, this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to do it. And these are the little steps that I'm going to take. So that I can do this. So back to like last year when I started eating salads for breakfast. You know, at first it was 
I still do it and I still like it. Like I still try to have kale with my breakfast, even if it's like on the weekend. And while we were off this time, I had kale. But it's when I go back to work, you know, I'm going to have to like cut the to make my life easier and to, you know, do a shortcut (laughs) so that I don't even have to think about it or stress about it in the morning. I will have to make my salads at night. So that it's ready for me in the morning. And there's a prep. Yeah, there's a process to it that, again, it cuts out. The the same time is being taken on the front end so that on the back end, when I wake up at five, six o'clock in the morning, I'm not running around trying to figure out what I want to eat. It's already there. So I think if we can create either mental shortcuts Or, you know, even when it comes to like, if you plan on drinking less wine, that might mean that you want to drink more water. Right. So there's something filling that spot. Yeah. So if you're going to take away something, you want to replace it because most humans don't like the feeling of losing anything. And then there's also taking um, acceptance and responsibility. Mm Mm-hmm. Like making, making a resolution to make your bed every day. Mm-hmm. And so it's going well, you're doing good and you're, uh, something happens, the electricity's off, the alarm didn't go off, your phone didn't beep, you forgot to charge it, it died in the middle of the night. So you get up and it's late and you think I got to hurry up and get to work. So you're going to, what are you going to cut out? The first thing you cut out is the thing you've been doing so faithfully, the bed making. Yeah. You, so you start to cut out things. And once you start doing that the first time, it's easy to do it another time. It's easy to do it. Pretty soon you, you're no longer making your bed. And I think for me, it's sort of like, okay, I'm late. Making my bed is really not going to make me any later because I'm already late. Yeah. So let me make my bed and maybe grab something out the closet I don't have to iron. You know, call my boss and say, you know what? I'm going to be a half hour late. Acceptance. Accept that you're late, but you still have certain things to do. Maybe so that you, and if you made your lunch the night before, that's one thing you don't have to do. But make the bed so that you don't lose that. Yeah. And I think Mm. on top of it, um, when we talk, sometimes we are going to stumble and sometimes we are going to fail. But I think, again, how you talk to yourself has a great way. And again, I can't hear unless you're like one of those people who mutters every once in a while. You You have a dog and you talk to him. Yeah, but <laughs> but most people, you know, that that voice inside of your head can sometimes get in the way of you getting from point A to point B then to point C. Being successful. Yes, because the voice in your head, the moment you fail to make the salad, it's it's kind of like, oh, my God, you're so this isn't the voice in my head. But it's kind of like, oh, my God, you're so dumb and you're an idiot. And how could you? And you're, you know, there, I think. So you beat yourself up. 
Yeah, there are days. Yes, there are some people who do that. Whereas there are some people who are like, okay, yeah, there's always tomorrow. Or I can have it for dinner. Or, you know what I mean? And they make these Or at least pull the covers up, fluff the pillow, and go on and get your shower and go about your business. Yeah, but some people... And say, I made the effort. Yay. Yes. But for some people, it's it's just not there. The moment that there's a setback, it's like all is lost. And I'm done with this. And I can't do it right. And, I mean, that's another set of examination that I don't have the wherewithal to, like, help people through. But, again, there there is that negative self-talk that happens. And I really do feel like... If you are talking nice to yourself and you're kind to yourself and you're gentle with yourself and you give yourself grace, it's a whole lot easier to fulfill the things that you need to do because life isn't perfect. Um, There are going to be setbacks. There are going to be things thrown your way that you didn't even imagine but I think the way we talk to ourselves and the way that we rationalize things has a lot to do with how we come out of things and how we fulfill them. And that's what, for me, that's how my faith in God works because God forgave me and I didn't have to change. So how can I not forgive myself or forgive others? Mm-hmm. There's, there's not a perfection. It, there's not supposed to be. You know, you're supposed to step into it and say, because what I do is I just stop myself sometimes and just say, just stop. And an example, when I, I have this thing that in our family, my mom used to always say, wash all your clothes and don't go into new year with dirty clothes. Okay. We never thought, saw the rationale in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what am I like at eight o'clock, just walk around buck naked. <laughs> How does that work? The clothes you're wearing are going to be dirty. So it it just, but okay. It was one of those things passed down that you just kind of did. Mm-hmm. And so I had worked um, and, and I was coming home to do them. There were clothes in the washer, threw my whole thing off. And I just stopped myself and said, look, you're tired. It, you just, it's just not, it's not going to happen for you today. And it wasn't because you had done anything per se. I was just tired. Mm -hmm. And so I just went upstairs and laid down and some, and and just gathered myself, took a moment, relaxed, read a scripture, just calm. And I think sometimes we don't do that enough with ourselves that we don't just say stop. And I don't mean, I mean, maybe you have to say stop out loud if that helps. But just stop yourself from going to where that that road. Just say stop and just calm yourself. Sit down. Do the thing that centers you back. For some people, it's yoga. For me, it's reading the Bible or saying a prayer. And for other people, it may be just taking a nap. Mm-hmm. You know, every find out what that thing is to bring you back. And wipe off the chalkboard and start over. And they were also saying that um, another thing that you can do is share your goal with someone else. Kind of like, you know, uh, you know, if you have a goal that you want to do, 
maybe it's if you have a best friend or aunt, whoever it is, a trusted person that you trust and you respect, share your goal with them because every once in a while they'll ask you, hey, how's that going? And maybe you did fall off, but that, hey, how's it going, could be that whole, oh, okay, let me get back on it. I, I kind of went a little bit left. Let me get together. And make sure it's not somebody that's going to be like, oh, so you stopped and make you feel all. That's why, again, you want to yeah. make sure so, that you're right, picking someone. Right, make sure someone... you're picking the right person, not somebody who's going to jump on, on it. Like, oh, so you didn't do it. I knew it. Yeah. And I could give you a list of what you haven't done. Yeah, that person you might want to reevaluate whether or not. <laughs> Period. You... But now I do have something that for two years I've done it, and this is my second year. I pick a word for the year. Mm -hmm. Oh, did you pick yours? My yeah, my word my word is shield. Okay. And it's it's from um, the Bible and in Ephesians, putting on the full armor of God. And every piece of the armor has a place to be held on your body. So you know where to put it, the word of God, that is the, you know, what the helmet is, what the feet are, what the breastplate is. Everything has a place. The sword has a, a sheath that you mm -hmm. keep it in, but the shield is the moving part. And the shield is to protect you from the fiery darts of the devil. And so I looked up shield and how many times shield is used in the Bible. It's used over 55 times. So I, I will accomplish a couple of goals. I will have, and it goes all the way from um, Corinthians all the way down to, I think even in Revelations, the, the word shield is. So I will have read different segments of the Bible in a year and, and, grasp this word shield because among my friends when we are somebody has something that they want somebody to pray about instead of saying pray we say ladies put your shields up and we tell somebody we're praying for we put our shields around you okay nice our prayers are holding you up and so we're we're whatever the danger is or whatever the thing is our shields are wrapped around you so think of us as almost physically surrounding you with our shields. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. And so then I thought, I want to read about just what the Bible has to say about shields. So it covers a lot of ground for me, but it's usually just like one scripture that I could read that week and kind of study with it. And because um, my goal is at some point to get to that point where there's even more women in this group that we're like women of the shield. Okay. That you can just, somebody can send us a text and say, I need prayer for this. And we say, shields up for dot, dot, dot for this. And because I, we, it's funny in the last year with COVID, I can't tell you how many people have adapted the praying hands in text. Um. And, you know, and it was, we talked about this one time, some of my friends and I were like, so does that mean they actually prayed or they just did the praying hands? That's actually a clap. Well, no, there's one that says prayer and it's like this. And an emoji? Yeah, the prayer one. It's not the hands. It's like, it's, oh, the, okay. it's the prayer one. And so we said, no, are they really praying? So with the shield, you have to physically lift your shield up. 
I would say um, if you want to, there's a, a podcast, Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, where they read the book as a sacred text. And so they use like spiritual practices like um, Lectio Divina, which is a pretty cool one. Um, Harbuta, um, Ignatian Spirituality and Florilegium. So, and Pardes as well. So they use at Marginalia as well. So it's, they, inter they read the chapter and any text, their whole thing is that um, applying these readings to any text can make any text of a live and spiritual text. And so when you're reading like um, margin, like flora legia, it's whatever the little sparklet that comes to mind and you just write it and then you go ahead. And so then the topic of it becomes much more deeper or it could be like you see the literal meaning of the text and you're like, okay, this is what it means. And then the other one is like, what does it mean allegorically? Like, how does it, what is the meaning that is outside of the meaning? Like, how can you apply it to your life and things of that sort? So they use yeah. like different types of, um, I'll send you the link, but they use different types of spiritual practices that are, you know, that have been used for centuries to interpret, you know, texts. You know, well, and there is, there is a way to interpret that with the Bible. The one thing you do is history. You find the history of the chapter that you're reading, the time frame, because everything may, may mean something different because it was then here is now. Uh -huh. And you find the history, who are they speaking to, who said it. And, and then the, the last, and it's similar to that. It's probably, it's that, a, they have that a few you, that they how use. How do you apply it to your life? Yeah. So that might help. I'll send you the link now because if I don't now I'll forget, but, um, that's a pretty cool way that they, um, interpret the text every week. And I just found that to be really cool. So, so, so that's my thing that I'm going to, to do, um, because my my word uh, last year was intentional, and I, it helped me improve my direction of things and how I was going to do things, and to and also remove fear. Because a lot of times I don't want to say something to somebody because I fear their response. Uh -huh. and so if I'm intentional in what I'm saying to you or doing it's not some it's something that I've planned out thought about because to become intentional you have to do all those things it's just not something you blurted out and decided oh, I'm gonna be this way today it mm -hmm. has to be intentional and and so a year of studying the word intentional it, it really helped me grow in many ways oh nice so I, I look forward to the study of the shield I'm, I'm rather excited about it. Good. And, and then maybe, so there's like, you know, maybe there's people out there who want to do New Year's resolutions, have at it. Maybe there's people who do a vision board, if it works for you, or the word of the year works for you. But you need to, I, I really think you should do something. Not so much to mark the new year, but to enable your growth in other directions and other things mm -hmm. and some of us you know like maybe a therapist is needed 
-hmm. You know, instead of doing um, Facebook therapy, <laughs> where you put your problems out there and you hope people are going to stay crazy. So, you know what? Maybe you might want to, you know, and right now it's still, it's still free. Not free, but there's no... Um, is it? Is oh, it? I have to update my... Anywho. I think it is. Not I'm free, but you're not paying um, a, copay. a copay. So Yeah, it was, but I didn't know if it ended. I got to look that up. I, don't, I think it got extended. Oh, I'm pretty sure. But do something to maybe not so much mark the year, but decide how you're going to think of this new year and you as the new year is the dirt and you are the plant. What are you sitting yourself in? Is it going to be the old dirt? that hasn't been moved around, put some food in there, add some fresh dirt to make it a nice, you know, or do you really need to throw out that dirt and start new? How are you going to grow yourself? That's a good way to think about it. Yeah, I mean, I wish um, everyone, like, health, love, laughter, great sex, um all of that love this year it's, it's tough but I think again all of these things are possible even in times where it doesn't seem like it's for anybody um try not to get that in because again I I don't necessarily feel a difference between last year and this year because my year don't start until my birthday so it's all the same to me okay. um so my year doesn't start until June and I'm sure other people have other markers as well. And but just find and you know, when you say that about last year, so many people, it was a tragic year for many people. Mm -hmm. You know, there were um, great losses, people not just loss of friends, family, loved ones, neighbors. There were losses. There were people losses lost to homes. the way we live our lives yeah. they lost jobs they lost incomes loss was a big word and the interesting thing um alina and i went out and gave out little packets that we made up of hand sanitizer two masks to, to like uh, homeless people and I, I will not forget the the one man he was ever so grateful he said thank you so much and he's like let me see if i have something for you Mm, that's nice. And I thought, I said, no, but I said, I appreciate that, but I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much. I said, if I think of something, maybe I'll come back. And this is a man who looking, you would say he has nothing, but he wants to share something. So in all of this, they, we need to be sure that we hold on and always have something to share and not the bad news of the day. Yeah. And that's why we do the moments of gratitude, because through it all, you can find something. Yes, you can. So, and uh, your health tip, we're going to find these health tips. It's not a health tip, it's a self-care. Self-care, <laughs> health. When it gets to be my age, it's a health tip. <laughs> so my self-care tip, which I did yesterday as well, and I did today, and I did it for two separate reasons. Yesterday I did it because I had my soup and I felt good and I took a nap. 
Today, I was just like over it and I took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like my, my the other day for me, Thursday, I just took a nap. Yeah. So that is the thing. Like naps are pretty amazing. I, I know that some people say that once they take a nap, they can't sleep for the rest of the night or whatever the case may be. I tend not to have that problem because at the end of the day, like if I take a two hour nap, that just means I need to sleep six hours. Well, now what is it that, that rhythm, your body circadian rhythm? rhythm? I don't think I was read. I've been reading about that because I've heard you mention it quite a bit. And they were saying that taking a nap does not throw that off. It doesn't for it me. It actually means that your body is saying to you, I need to rest. Sometimes it's an emotional thing that you it brings your body back to center. Huh. Sometimes it's a physical thing. Your body's just tired. But they encourage that and they, they swear it doesn't throw it off. You shouldn't be up all night because it's a nap. <laughs> That's To me, that makes perfect sense. But I've heard people say that before. But then when you ask them how they sleep, it wasn't soundly. They don't sleep anyway. Well anyway. So I'm like, I'm not even taking advice from you. I'm going to take my nap. But again, when for me and that feeling of, and again, I'm, it sounds crazy when I say it out loud that I was just pissed over a puzzle, but I was. I, it oh, no. was just. I don't think it was crazy at all. You put a lot of time. Yes, there it. was a lot of time. There was a lot of effort. There was a lot of like, okay, we're getting this done, and you know, and the nap really helped me kind of like, okay, I emailed them. I did all I could do. I'm gonna have Alina break the puzzle down because I don't want to <laughs> see it later. Why are you laughing? <laughs> no, because like you know, let's be honest. Some people would have just popped it up in the sky. Rice and eat it. <laughs> yeah. I, no, no, no. Again, I, I try to be intentional. But like, again, like, yeah, sometimes you do. You have to just kind of like put yourself in the position, especially now that I am gearing to go back to work. I can't have my sleep schedule be so crazy anymore. Um, that, yeah, just take a nap as the naps come to you. When the naps, when you feel your eyes. Yes. And you, you, you know, my thing was like, I was on the phone with, um, Alana and I was like, cause she, I told her about it and I was like, I'm taking a nap. (laughs) She was like, (laughs) cause we used to tell kids when they were little and they get upset about something, you need to go lay down. You do. They still went to bed at night. That was in a pass. Well, I took it. I took a nap, mom, so I, I'm going to be up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, oh, I'm so sorry you're not. So let your naps take you, you know. If- and you don't have to go dead asleep. Maybe just lay down if you don't feel comfortable. Some people don't want to lay in the bed unless they're sleeping. Yeah. You know, get in a comfortable chair, close your eyes. Put your blackout curtains or your just- blackout mask on and just go log off from the world that is yes. irritating you and you know come back refresh renewed and of clearer mind which i did so my advice is to as the naps come to you welcome them give in to them and yeah go with it. yeah <laughs> like really try to see if you can become 
a napper. One with the nap. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think that's a very good tip. Yeah. That's a very I've good been tip. napping for years and I look so youthful. <laughs> All right, let's revisit that when you're 60. And my mom looks good, so yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I know I'm gonna look fine. Yeah, your mom has beautiful skin. Yeah, my mom looks fine, so I'm and gonna I don't be fine. I think she does too. all that you do. No. Yeah. So I'm gonna be fine. Yeah, so yeah, you will be. Not to worry. Don't that worry. doesn't mean you should slack off. No, don't <laughs> worry. I'm still gonna sleep and take care of my skin, but I'm gonna be somebody fine grandma. There you go. Um <laughs> Like I'm somebody's fine grandma. There you go. Okay. See? All right. Well, all right. As we always say, be safe, be well, be easy, be blessed. Alina's upstairs, so whatever. Yeah, she'll be eat. There you go. <laughs> Have a great one. See you next week. Bye.